Second down, out of the shotgun, play action. Cousins on a deep drop. Here's a deep shot to Stephon Diggs, and it's caught to the 20, 15, 10, yes! Oh! 75-yard strike, Cousins, Diggs, 23-20. It's time for X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. Now, from the TCO studios in Egan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. Hey, what's going on? It's Paul Allen, and this is X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. Uh, Border Battle 119, Vikings and Packers Monday. It is the season's penultimate game, and it is at U.S. Bank Stadium, the boom at 715, and the head coach joins us now. Uh, Congratulations on regular season victory 57, and um, seriously speaking, seriously speaking, Getting 10 wins or more in a season is not easy. Uh, wouldn't you agree? I agree. That's a, that's a tough tough thing to do when you can get double digits. Uh, you've had a good year. And and from a, uh, a coaching, pl- uh, playing, and or internal standpoint, I would imagine you guys look at it certainly markedly differently than the public where, you know, there could be teams with two, three, four wins, teams with 10, 11, or 12, and whoever's next on the schedule, they're always tough in, in some way, right? Yeah, every, every team in this league uh, can beat another team. And, uh, you know, even even the teams, you know, that's why very, very rarely does anybody go 0-16. They're going to beat somebody at some point. Um, uh, you know, and like the Chargers, they have a good football team. Uh, you know, they have really good players, good quarterback, uh, good receivers. So, uh, you know, it's always it's always a battle. Any team you play, any time you play, it's always going to be a battle. You think with uh, just um, not asking you to speak for the overall organization, but like with the coaching staff and some players and where they are in their careers, is this maybe the most stable it has been in your six years here? Uh, yeah, I believe I believe it is. Uh, you know, I, I really. I really think the coaching staff is is excellent. Uh, you know, they've done a great job. Uh, they're they're hard workers, good guys, um, and really can say the same thing about the locker room. We have good leadership. We, um, you know, we have good players. Um, they play hard. They they compete well, and uh, you know, they try to do be the best teammate they can and do the best job they can on Sundays. Many players Pro Bowl worthy. Three voted in. First, Dalvin Cook heading to the Pro Bowl uh, for the first time in his career. I know um, I know he's banged up right now, but just overall, from a season standpoint, Dalvin Cook, what uh, comes to mind? Um, spectacular. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's a guy that, uh, you know, has made some unbelievable runs and catches, uh, great Great feet, great vision, great teammate. Uh, I'm happy for him. Five consecutive Pro Bowls for Harrison Smith. Three interceptions this year. 23 in his career, Harrison Smith. Yeah, Harry's a uh, extremely smart, dependable football player who who really makes a lot of plays. And uh, you know, I probably need to get him uh, in position to make some more. And uh, two consecutive for Daniel Hunter. Yeah, uh, Daniel's had a great year. Uh, you know, to do the things that he's been able to do this year with uh, the pass rush and playing the run and uh, the improvement that he's made. Uh, you know, he's he's got a really really bright future. Now, now way back to organized team activities, mini camp, training camp all that with speaking of Daniil Hunter opposite him generally is Brian O'Neill do you think in any way Brian working against Daniil as much as he has through two years has helped um, make his progress 
come along more quickly. Yeah, I believe I believe so. You know, <laughs> when you when you got to go up against Danell or uh, you know when you get uh, Griff on over there on the, that side, you know, you're fighting two two pretty good players, and so you're either going to get better quickly or you're going to get out. And uh, he's gotten a lot better. He's played great uh, really all year long. Um, he's done a nice job. Chris Boyd leads you in special teams tackles. Had a really nice play inside the five yard line, five or the ten yard line at the L.A. Chargers. He's a corner by trade. Just overall, Chris Boyd's improvement during the season. Yeah, he's done a, a really, really good job on our coverage units, especially. Um, uh, you know, I, I think he's got a chance to be a really good corner. He's got uh, all the uh, attributes that we look for. Um, you know, he just needs to develop a little more confidence in that, just like he did with the special teams. You know, he started developing more and more confidence. I was on him pretty good because he had some penalties early. And, uh, you know, finally he just said, heck with it, I'm going to go do it and do it as fast as I can. And that's kind of what he's done. It's December football. and and Jaleel Johnson is a defensive tackle, but he hasn't played as much as some other defensive tackles. So does he have a lot of pop to his game right now, fresh legs, sacks in consecutive games? Yeah, he's doing a good job. Every time he gets in there, he's been doing a good job. He, he pushes the pocket well. He, You know, he's, he's going to give you a... a coming out of his hips really well, using his hands, uh, you know, and, he, and really he's playing really good discipline technique as well. The uh, Green Bay Packers left to right with veteran Bakhtiari over to Balaga, rookie at left guard. Uh, Lindsley's been the center forever. And uh, Billy Turner, first year at right guard. Overall, how is their offensive line? Well, they're good. Those two tackles are really good players, tough, competitive. Uh, Bakhtiari is a guy that is uh, very uh, crafty, you know, he'll give you a lot of different sets um you know uh, Balaga is a guy that is going to be extremely physical he's going to uh, fight you all day long uh Lindsay's a quick guy that can uh get up to the second level and the two guards are uh, good good football players uh Mike Zimmer is 5-2 and 1 versus Green Bay in his last eight games Aaron Rodgers has a career yards per attempt of 7.8 but in his last three games it's 6.6 how do you read into that? Like, how's he playing right now? Well, I think he's playing well. Um, I, I don't really see any any downgrade in anything he does. You know, he's a guy that um, uh, sees everything, scrambles well, um, you know, can throw it, make every single throw there is. And uh, so, you know, he's got good weapons, uh, you know, um, uh, Devontae Adams mm-hmm. and, and Graham and, uh, you know, they've added a couple other tight ends that have really helped him. And then, you know, he's, he's checking the ball down. I'd probably, you know, he's checking the ball down a little bit to, um, to, uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. And so they're getting, uh, you know, a lot. He's, he's got quite a few catches as well. Devontae Adams, obviously high end headache in a quarter one week two, 13 targets last game in their victory over the Bears. Is he getting along really well now? Yeah, he's um he runs extremely hard routes. He's a physical uh receiver. He's going to try and run through uh the jams and the presses and things like that. Uh but he's got some acceleration when he when he starts to get going downfield. He's really a good football player. Catches the ball well, a great competitor. Mike has much changed with their offense from week 2. I mean, that's the second regular season game for a new head coach Matt LaFleur working with a Hall of Fame quarterback Rodgers. Now we have two games to go. Yeah, it's it it hasn't changed too much really. Uh you know, they have a, a motion and a 
formation of the day just about in every ball game and so you'll get that but you're going to get uh you know their their normal runs you're going to get the zone the wide zone runs you're going to get the the flash with the tight end coming back off of it and then the play actions you know maybe a little bit more play action this time around when uh when when at the la chargers when the pocket was collapsing on kirk cousins and he stayed in there and stayed poised and and got the ball generally speaking to somebody on time what 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 do you like about that? I mean, obviously it's something you want, but is it different from things you saw last year or earlier this season? Yeah, you know, the the thing I like the most is uh, he's playing fast and uh, we're doing things to um, know when he has to get the ball out of his hand, know where the trouble is, and, you know, if there's trouble, uh, go through it and don't have to go through all the gyrations that you do at the line of scrimmage. You just kind of, hey, trust the guys, trust the receivers, and let's let it loose. With um, uh, You mentioned Aaron Jones with his complimentary back, Jamal Williams. How do they balance that? Like, like what does Jamal do differently from Aaron? Yeah, uh, Williams is... Uh, Probably a little bit more of a uh, uh, stronger physical guy, although Jones runs extremely hard. He's just not maybe quite as big. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they both have a lot of screens. Uh, one's got 18, one's got 15. Mm. So, uh, you know, the, it, it kind of shows up the, the same way. Last one. Uh, you mentioned uh, your coaches and how much you like this coaching staff early, uh, right when we started the show. Marwan Malouf and Ryan Ficken and the work they've done with the special teams group. You have two block punts. Uh, that's tied for a team record. And, you know, specifically as unstable as some or uncertain as some things were in the preseason compared to where they are, where they are now, it seems like those guys have done great work. Yeah, they've done a nice job. Um, you know, Nate Kading, I believe, has also done a really nice job with uh, Dan Bailey. Um, you know, and I think he's had a great year. And, and then you talk about, uh, you know, the, some of the special teams guys, how getting uh, Boone and Amir Abdullah and mm-hmm. uh, Irv, Irv Smith and Chris Boyd. And a, lot of these, a lot of these young guys playing on special teams has really been a big factor. Good luck Monday. Thank you. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm Paul Allen. X's and O's is on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. X's and O's continues on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. We thank Mike Zimmer for his thoughts on the Vikings-Packers game and much more. And we invite you to the Friday football feast, Buffalo Wild Wings Savage. This Friday, enjoy game day specials, grab a Coors Light. It's the official beer of drinking beer on Friday mornings. And now's the perfect opportunity to visit Twin Cities Premium Outlets in Egan. That's where you tackle your holiday shopping list and score savings. Learn more at EganMN.com for details. One of our very favorites, Andre Patterson, defensive line coach for the Minnesota Vikings, joins us now uh, as we uh, wrap up this Wednesday's edition of X's and O's. And I just mentioned Shopportunity at the Twin Cities Premium Outlet Mall in Egan. You know, I've in my 18 years calling games for this team, I've always wondered, coaches... This time of the year, specifically this time of the year, when when you're leading uh, a 10-win team uh, to the postseason, how how do you Christmas shop? Like, like how do you get stuff like that done, man? Because you guys are working like 80 to 110 hours a week. Well, I haven't done anything. (laughs) (laughs) Thus, thus online and delivery makes it good, right? I'm the ultimate last-minute shopper, so I will be running out there on Christmas Eve trying to find something for my wife. The good thing is she gets everything for everybody else, so I only have to give for one person. So uh, on the 24th, I will be the only 
idiot in a place <laughs> trying to find something for her. So it is true. Behind every quality high-end defensive line coach, there is a woman. No, there's no question. Without her, I'm lost. So there, there's no doubt about that. Um, now, I've, um, I've you know, low-key formulated this opinion about your defensive line the majority of the season, but I'm really starting to dagger it now. And 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 I I mean it from my football-loving heart, ma'am. Uh, the, the Vikings have the deepest defensive line in the National Football League. And the reason I say that, you got the Pro Bowler in Daniil, so we got that. You got Linval doing what he does, and everybody, specifically offenses who watch him play, know exactly what he does and how he assists Eric Kendricks. But now with Jaleel Johnson and Afadi Odenabo complimenting even Shamar Stefan, who's having a wonderful year, it, do, do you feel that way? It's the deepest defensive line in the NFL? Uh, you know, obviously, I feel that way because they're my guys. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is, is uh, I don't worry about who I put in the game. And for me, that's a great relief as a coach. So I can put... You know, I can put Jaleel and Amon inside at the two tackles. I can put Steven and Afadi outside at defensive end mm. and not worry a bit that they're going to go out there and be productive and give us a chance to play really good defense, you know. And, and so that for me is, and I, and I can say this for sure, PA, is I, I, I have not felt that way since I've been here over the six years. Right. And, and you know, with the way you and uh, Zimmer have balanced it, and the fact now, the way Jaleel is being used, Afadi's being used, Armin Watts jumped in in that down. Dallas game. Holy cow, what a debut. Great debut for the six-rounder. Great work with him. It's it's viewing it from afar, Andre. You have fresh legs at the most key time of the year. Yeah, and you know, that that's what you're trying to do. You know, and the hard part, you know, PA is when you're in the middle of the game, you're trying to win. You know, that's the most important thing you're trying to win. And and obviously, you know, 99 and 97 and 98, 93 you don't want to take them out of the game very much when it's on the line. Uh, but, you know, what has happened is is that Afadi and Jaleel and Steven have earned the right to play in those critical situations. They have stepped up and they have made plays. So they've earned the right to say, I deserve to be out there. And, uh, and so that's a good thing. Now, Daniil has 13 and a half sacks. He was stuck on eight and a half for a minute, mostly because of the attention he was getting. So then he had to be consummate team guy and not get frustrated with it and, and do his job as, as you say to him frequently. He's a pro bowler and, and he's sacking the quarterback again. So like from the time he was stuck on eight and a half for a little while to where he is now, what changed? Um, you know, I don't think anything changed with him. You know, the biggest thing that happens, you know, with the defensive line is you have to constantly get them to understand that sacks come in bunches. You know, everybody goes through a dry spell. And that's why getting to 13, 14, 15 plus sacks is a big deal. You know, and I tell people all the time, the hardest thing to do in professional sports is sack the quarterback. And they all look at me like I'm crazy. And I say, okay, I give you one example. Okay. And what sport? Will they pay you $13 million a year to only have success 13 times? <laughs> okay, right? so yeah. you rush the passer 450 <laughs> snaps plus throughout the course of the season, right? Yeah. And you get him on the ground 13 times, and you're a pro bowler. You're an elite player. Holy cow. Okay? So if you were a baseball player, yeah. 
you wouldn't even be in the minor leagues. They got 13 home runs and 13 million. A, then you wouldn't be you, you no, wouldn't man. even make it, right? So yeah. you get 13 hits yeah. out of all of your times at bat. Yeah, you wouldn't even make the team, right? Yeah, if you could only make 13 shots a season in the NBA, <laughs> you would not even be on the team, Done. right? So I always use that example with the defensive linemen to show them how mm. difficult it is in this league to get the quarterback on the ground. Now, when they were in high school. And they were in college. It was different. They were better than everybody else. Yeah. You know, so getting 19, 18 sacks was no big deal. But when you come here, <laughs> those old linemen are for real. Okay? <laughs> and the coordinators do a great job of having the tight ends and the backs chip you. It's hard to do. Yeah. So, you know, you have to have a great pr- appreciation of how difficult it is to get it done. And you have to continue to work on your craft all the time. Andre, one thing that forever impresses me about the way you, uh, your assistant, Robert Rodriguez, and this defensive staff associated with the defensive line, the, the, the way you operate is the willingness to learn your players have where they're going to have suggestions and they may be frustrated at whatever on or off the field their willingness to learn is so key no oh, no question and that and that's what it all comes down to is that is they i always tell them they have to submit the coaching you, you have to you have to submit the coaching you have to understand that that in order to be a great defensive lineman in this league you have to become an expert at your craft mm-hmm. because everybody is big Everybody's strong. Everybody's fast. So what makes you unique? The thing that makes you unique is that you are a technician. Mm-hmm. You become an expert at your craft. And so we preach that every single day, and we work on the little things every single day. And that's the reason why you see some of these guys from free agent to sixth round to seventh round pick become players. Now, Jaleel Johnson has jumped up of late. And that's certainly not to say you know what he was doing earlier in the season was not as significant. See, Samar, uh, Shamar Stefan doesn't have stats like other people. I know that he's one of the most important people in what you do. With Jaleel of late, what what's leading to the sacks? Well, because he's playing more three technique. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, before uh, Amon got to the point to where I can put him in the game, you know, Jaleel had been backing up uh, uh, LJ yeah. at nose guard, okay? So once Amon hit the field and could be the backup nose, so now Jaleel is playing three technique backing up Shamar. So that gives him more opportunity to rush the passer than he had uh, playing nose guard. Now, if Adio Denebo a defensive end by trade, but you use him inside too, five sacks, he had that touchdown against the Chargers. Uh, if Adio Denebo as a technician, what, what has improved? Oh, I think you just said it he's he became a technician mm-hmm. you know when we first got him you know he was just ba- uh, banking off of his speed and his power and and uh, just going out there and being a wild man you know and, and now he rushes with a purpose and he understands where his hands and his feet and his hips have to be to be successful you know and Afadi's come a long long way and and the beauty of it you're only starting to see the beginning of how good this guy can be mm. you know he's going to continue to get better and better and better and I think he has a bright bright future in front of Andre Patterson, defensive line coach for the 10 and 4 Vikings on uh, X's and O's. Couple of quickies to close here. When you roll out Everson Griffin and Daniil Hunter, it doesn't matter who the tackles are. If they're singled up, 97 and 99 can win. But with David Bakhtiari and Brian Bulaga, they're veterans, but they're crafty veterans. So more so than some of the super talented young tackles you've run into this year, those guys know how to play the game. Well, they know how to play the game. And I t- here's the biggest thing they know is they know they got number 12 
standing back there, right? <laughs> That's the biggest thing they know, right? So they know you cannot just go hog wild and rush me inside, outside, because if you do, number 12 is going to leave the pocket and make big plays down the field. Yeah. So they say, okay, this guy can only beat me one or two ways. He can either run around me or run through me, but he's not going underneath me yeah. because they know Aaron Rodgers is going outside. So don't get me wrong. They're good football players, but they're smart that they understand that the guy that they have behind them make them so much better what um what do you most enjoy about your job oh i think coming to coming to work every day and being with my guys and being a teacher that's what i see my job is i i see myself still as a teacher just like i did the first day that i walked out of got, got my degree from college is is i'm excited to get up in front of the room and to and to give these young men knowledge and the thing that excites me the most is to see them improve. That excites me all the time to see them get better every single day. And and like I told Rob, the first day Rob came to work with me, I said, hey, here's the thing. If we were math teachers, okay, and Johnny was having a problem figuring out this math problem, you wouldn't hit him upside the head and start cursing him out. You would pull up a chair and teach him how to figure it out. Yeah. Okay? Where being a good football coach is the same way. Okay? The kid's not making a mistake on purpose. Well, it's our job to figure out why he's making the mistake, and it's our job to figure out the best way to teach him to learn it. And that's how I go about my job every day. And you are spectacular at it. It's always our pleasure to have you on the show. Best of luck against Green Bay. Merry Christmas, and thank you. Same to you. Thanks for having me. Andre Patterson, defensive line coach for the Minnesota Vikings. Now join Muss with John Randall. Andre coached him in 98 for Vikings country Thursday, the day after Christmas, December 26, from 530. at Wild Bills in Blaine. This is presented by Miller Lite. Get the complete schedule for Vikings Country at vikings.com slash vikingscountry. Thank you, Eric Nordquist. Thank you, Chad Abbott, and everybody with the Vikings Entertainment Network. I'm Paul Allen. That's X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network.